Today is March 10th, 2014, and we are super the hardest. And like a juiced cougar on a mechanical bull, I did it wrong. Well, I was right. Yeah. Oh, no, we're your hosts. God, this is so hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, drunk old bat on a mechanical bull. That actually happened. That did happen. Oh, just trying to enjoy my appetizers. <laughs> <laughs> my plate full of meatloaf sliders. Yeah, classy cowboy jacks, I think is the name of the, the establishment. Well, minus the classy part. Fine dining. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So you, you did you did fuck up the intro. So it's supposed to be we are super the hardest, or you know, or no, we're your hosts. Yeah, I fucked it up. Let's see, John Moe and special guest. Yeah, Craig. Craig. Hi. Yes, no, Craig. 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 There you go. It, uh, <laughs> you know, when we introduced Sean Sands last week, it was it. It's zippier and special guest Sean Sands because it's two syllables. Yeah, it's, uh, special guest alliteration, isn't that Craig? Kinda? Oh, kind of. <laughs> That's not really alliteration. Sean Sands, I guess. Yeah, technically not. Silly Sands, sexy uh, Sands would be alliteration. I'm just so cool. I only Sultry have one name. Sultry Sands. Uh, That's those. Yeah, you're like Madonna. That's right. <laughs> and Cher. <laughs> Yanni. <laughs> Mostly like Yanni. Uh, Craig but is. With a penis. Uh, Craig is. Uh, I hope. <laughs> Craig is the host of Metal Up Your Ass. Uh, if for those not keeping score at home, uh, so uh, you should listen to that podcast because he does it with someone real sexy. I'm not there that often. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Mo's there quite a bit actually. So anyway, we went. Uh, speaking of metal, we took Mo to uh, what was supposed to be a metal show last night, and. Uh, Holy fuck, were we disappointed. We looked like a couple of dicks. We were standing there with our dicks hanging out, is what happened last night. We we hyped up this show for Mo. Yeah. Who is not a metal fan. And no. and and you know, generally no. generally cynical as far as the whole metal thing is, you know, well, is uh is in, when that's involved. It's hard not to be. And I think you can both agree. There's good reason. So so we took him to the show last <laughs> night and they just fucking left us hanging there like a couple of jerks. <clears throat> right. Well, that first band was hilarious. Oh. I have never seen a band that sang more about its feelings. A metal band that <laughs> sang more about its feelings oh. than that band. Uh, that, the first band was Oh Brother? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it was literally this yeah, guy. Yeah, where art thou is what I would ask. It was yeah, this guy doing his. Thou weren't there. <laughs> yep. He was doing his worst Tom York impression. Uh, and it was a lot of this. You know, uh-huh. Way off, you know, in the background, you know, uh, and then uh, you know, uh, the guitar players doing their worst Johnny Greenwood impressions under the guise of like, it, well, and you know, under some sort of m- wimpy half metal. Not, I, I hate to even use the word metal because there was nothing metal. It was, it was metal. emo. Any of it, it was emo. Exactly. Yeah. It was real emo. I asked yeah. if this was if emo metal was an actual genre, and they you both laughed. So I take it that's a no. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it uh, is now. He he had a hammer in his pocket. <laughs> he was <laughs> looking, looking for his looking parents. For his parents. <laughs> yep. uh, and the drummer had just this amazing technique where I think his wrists were glued together or something. It's possible. Like he had handcuffs on because he played. Was that the one you thought had a ball gag in? No, that was the next one. That was band. the next one. Okay. Yeah, that was the guy with McLovin on drums. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, That was, uh, what the fuck was their name? Um. Yes. Uh, big business. Big business. Big business. And they, too, were spectacularly terrible. Um, they at least, you know. Different kind of terrible. Yeah, different different kind of terrible, yeah. They, uh, holy Christ, they they were some, <laughs> I think uh, my comment last night was, first of all, they need to fire their drummer, then they need to kill themselves. Because <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck. Oh, it was just, uh, yeah. it wasn't great. And then came the sword, who we were there to see. So we we're like, all right, great. At least these fucking idiots are out of the way. Time for the sword to, you know, melt our faces. And man, were they just bored? Yeah. They, they played some more ballads, too, which I, I love ballads. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know that there were metal ballads. So oh, yeah. an evening of me- with metal ballads. Yeah. Was, 
It was, Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I love the sword. We, we've seen them twice before. Yeah. And uh, this time was, uh, I, I don't know that I'll go see them next time they come through town, just because I was so disappointed. I might need a break. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, it seemed like they spent the first few songs trying to get their monitor levels right. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of looking at the monitor, you know, walking around, checking their sound, you know, while they're playing, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. turning their knobs, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Which is a strange thing. Yeah. I just kind of thought sound checks were more or less <laughs> for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, and most, most bands just rock through it, you know, they don't, uh. Exactly. You know, they, they rock through it. They don't just like meander back and forth, you know, you know, ha- half-heartedly sing the first verse while they're fuddling with knobs, yeah. you know. It's uh it was it was so bad that eventually we just went downstairs and watched part of the show on the TV screens <laughs> in a bar with four people. Where it sounded <laughs> yeah. it, oh, it sounded much better. It was a thousand <laughs> times better yeah. down there. Uh and then uh, once that once it became like obvious how lame that was we just left <laughs> <laughs> so uh that was a bust we blew it with mo it was a bust uh, but we're gonna make it up to him yeah we're gonna take him to valiant thor next time they roll oh, i thought town. they were taking me back to cowboy jacks oh well we can do that too It'll get us a juicy cougar uh, yeah juicy cougar and hoister up on top fancy of that mechanical bull <laughs> she that, needed help getting up there. I thought it was great that he let her struggle for a while. Before <laughs> well, he went he out just, just wanted to sit like, there and watch. She's hanging off with one leg. <laughs> like she's she's got like her ankle like stuck up on top her of her And the bull's still moving. And she's trying to get the fuck back up, but she she's stuck. <laughs> so she's like like, you know, wishboned, I guess, is the fucking <laughs> way to put it. Oh, uh, it was fucking amazing. dripping all over the couch. Leaving <laughs> <laughs> the snail trails <laughs> on the bowl. <laughs> oh, cougars at country western bars, awesome. Yeah. And then we got to listen to that fucking Kenny Chesney song, which still, I mean, yeah, I should be immune to this shit by now, having yeah. grown up in central Wisconsin. You check your tractors for dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but every Ticks. time I hear one of those fucking asinine songs, I just get pissed at humanity. You know, the f- I think one of the first ones uh, was my dad told me about this song when I was a kid. And because I always used to give my dad shit because he was he listened to country a lot. And when, uh, you know, I'd, I was like nine, ten years old. And every time I'd get in his car, you know, on our one weekend a year together. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, You're the one with the hammer in your pocket. <laughs> <aren't> you? <laughs> Daddy didn't love me. No, but I'd get in the car and I'd fucking flip it off the, the, the country station right away. So anyway, one day. Uh, you know, he, he feels guilty. So he comes to pick me up for the weekend <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, daddy you need one of those metal ballads right about now playing in the background and, uh, and we get emo band number one and we get in the car or I get in the car and he's like, so I, I think I've come around to your way of thinking about country music. And I was like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, apparently this was around the time some song called John Deere green had just come out. Like, you know, John Deere green was a color of her eyes or something like that, or was a color that they painted or something at the sign. And, and it said, Billy Bob loves Charlene written in John Deere green. And that was the first time when I was like, Oh, this shit is fucking terrible. Oh yeah. And then, uh, so he was telling me about this song. He's like, yeah, I can't listen to this shit anymore. (laughs) And then the next time I remember is that fucking, I want to check you for tick song a few years back. Uh where there was a whole group of people at this party that I went to in Wisconsin, and they're all just, like, going nuts about the song. And I'm just like, it was one of those moments, like, I talk about with you, where I was, I felt like a fucking alien. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck am I? And then last night with this, she thinks my tractor's sexy. That, and that timing couldn't have been, I think I had just said not yeah. a yeah. minute and a half earlier. Not even, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know, what's really sad is that these, all this shit is just a stereotype of itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's all just like caricatures. It's more than reinforcing. Like, it's yeah, <laughs> it's a caricature of a stereotype. And sure enough, <laughs> she thinks my tractor sexy. Well, a few minutes and we lost it. <laughs> like, what though? A few uh, minutes later, they played check, a please. Yeah, they played a song called, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what <know>. happened. <laughs> they played a song called "Truck Yeah" or something like that. A few a few minutes prior to that, and that I was already like, "What the fuck?" Well, I completely even missed that one. Truck Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. I was too busy watching the NASCAR race on the TV <laughs> in the background. Yeah, well, that was a thing. All yeah. right, so here we are, Mo. And Craig. Yeah. Uh, Craig. 
Um, let's Crag. see. Crag. <laughs> uh, Super the Hardest. Uh, it's our second episode, huh? Um, our Drunk Dial mailbag, right? We're going to do that. Uh, if you want to leave us a Drunk Dial message, you can uh, call us. It's 612-424-3835. And, uh, you know, we always play the shit. Well, it's not generally. true. Generally. I think, I think we play 90... 90% of the Maybe. Miles, all right. Uh, and we've got a dear friend back back this week. So without further dudes. What? Family guy thing. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Steffi. Man, it's, it's good to have you back on and shit, man. I, mi- I miss you guys on the show. I did. I'm glad you're back on. Now, enough of that. What's that mean, man? That's a shit. Okay, let's see what we just got to do. I'm having a night in tonight. I'm just having a night in. I'm watching cartoons, but besides the point, last night I went to uh, I left work pretending to be sick because I'm fucking sick for shit. And I did that, and then I went to lunch at the strip club. It was good, man. I'll tell you what, it was plenty fucking quality for a daytime strip club. I mean, I was impressed. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I actually have a story for that. There I am, and it's just like fucking uh, beer, have another beer. I'll have twenty dollars worth of tipping dollars, please. So yeah, sure, no, I see. Here's your tipping dollars. No, it's great. Okay, I walk out the back where they got the tippers because I'm in a Strippers in the back, but in the front, it's just like all topless waitresses walking around and shit. So I look at the back, and it's empty. Like, like no one's here. Like, oh, I was like, what time did the show start? Like, oh, it's six o'clock. It was fucking 3 30. She didn't tell me that, but she sold me my tickets. Waitress. I could have gone back there because I didn't go back that night. I had to go out, and we weren't going to go back there, but I'll do it again. I'll head back there and I'll still get my balls. Yeah. <laughs> I've wrestled a monkey for a t-shirt. Monkey? There was in the bottle shop. I found wrestle a robot monkey. And you get a bee and I got a t-shirt. So it was pretty sweet. I was happy. There was something else I was going to say. But I forget. I was saying it, but then I went back to my thing on the thing. My phone buzzed. My phone's buzzed. I've got to go. Hold on. I'm watching a cartoon about an angry bear. He's a little kid bear. And it's really shit, but funny in a way. Because I'm fucked. But, yeah, it's full on racist and sexist and shit. But still kind of watchable, I guess. Batman's on, but I'd rather watch this. Because fucking I'm so sick of Batman. Okay, bye. So, all right, the last 30 seconds were kind of... Yeah, prior to that, I gathered something about Fluffy went with beer and a waitress and a stripper. Uh And it it was empty. His balls came His balls. There was a monkey. A monkey. Mentioned twice. I don't know if the monkey was... The stripper? On his balls or... And, yeah. and then he very clearly at the end was watching a cartoon about a with racist a, bear. With a boner, right? Yeah, when he put the phone up to his yeah. mouth, then yeah. he <laughs> found out he was So, great. Awesome. Well, if you want to call and leave us a uh, barely audible... No, just talk into the microphone next time. <laughs> yeah. Good to have you black back. But we are happy. Fluffy's out of practice. That's why. He is. I mean, and it's our own fault. Yeah. Um, So anyway, Uh, otherwise you can uh, write in. uh, It's mailbag at mojomenace.com. I'm going to stick it in your slot. I'm going to stick it in your hole. All right, we've got one letter to read. That's from MC Wilson. Oh. Here we go. It says, uh, Dear Team Fremont. <laughs> uh, many years ago, I decided, I decided to start... I don't know why I love... <laughs> fucking funny, though. It is. <laughs> uh, 
says, many years ago, I decided to start wearing cologne. You know, perfume for guys. It was similar to when I started trying to get into beer. The number of options are overwhelming at first, though you eventually settle on a few favorites, but along the way, you wade through a lot of stupid horse shit. Uh, you could get a bottle. Oh, of I was beer. hoping that was it. Uh, no. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thanks. <laughs> uh, you can get a, uh, a bottle of cologne from Target for 10 bucks, which is what I do. I think I get the uh, Adidas. Because uh, you, you're that's, sporty. That's $14. Yeah. I've been getting that since college. Yeah, that is sporty. Uh, because who gives a fuck, right? I can um, admire longer than that. I mean, it makes Christine all juicy. Yeah. She's a cougar now, Drunk? right? She she's, is a she's, cougar. She's pushing 50. Yeah. <laughs> she's past her prime. <laughs> oh, I should tell her that. <laughs> what? You're past your fucking... <laughs> well, yeah. No, what you say is Mo, Mo said into a, into a recording device that will be broadcast on the Two internet. tens of people. Yeah, that you're past your prime, and, and I agreed with him. <laughs> then we had a hearty laugh. Har, 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 At har. your expense. And Craig was there, too. My wife is old. <laughs> face it uh anyway blah 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 uh or if you're crazy you can spend several hundred dollars for a bottle of the same size that's true there is a website called base notes that is full of crazy people several of whom will be happy to sell you a portion of cologne for a couple bucks unsure where to begin i opted to purchase a sampler pack like getting a flight of beers (laughs) at the brewery You uh, pause every time. It's going to be obvious. I know. Uh, I opted to purchase a sample it's no, pack. It's not like serendipity. I know. And once it arrived, the descent began into an olfactory nightmare. Oh, well, yeah. The, the first one smelled it stinks. like... <laughs> the first one smelled like someone had crawled into a giant vanilla bean and died. The next one was called Kuros. I gave it to my brother, who then smelled like cat piss for a solid week before I asked him to stop. Half of the samplers were some variant of citrus... Others leather and tobacco, Eesh. but there is more variety out there. And my brother began to seek out some of the more unusual scents, such as clove. We called him gingerbread for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I eventually found something I like and stuck with that. Uh, but the experience was enlightening in many ways. I learned, for example, that anyone who is good at writing bullshit and have a solid career as a copywriter for a cologne company, like those fucking Brett Michaels and uh, the right. fucking L.A. Guns That's guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> Brett Michaels, the, the, the scent of the class. Oh, this is like when when Colleen was writing writing things for her, uh, you know, Seinfeld. She was writing Murphy Browns. No, wasn't it? <laughs> no, what? What am I trying to say? Uh, Mr. Peterman. Oh, really? She worked for like a catalog. I'm all confused. Like a, like no, a mail order catalog? I'm confused. Or are you thinking mind. when she was, uh, when Elaine was working at, uh, at for Mr. Lippman at the fucking, uh, yeah. with the Russian guy. Yep. Yuri Chekhov. Yes. Or whatever yes. his name was. <laughs> she yes. was an editor? No. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> no. This is a good story. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, back to MC's story, because it's way more entertaining. Yep. <laughs> um, he said, uh, so he, he, he was talking about the bullshit uh, and the uh, copywriters. Here's an example. During a holiday at Rustic Mount Vernon, our aroma artisans were gifted with a decanter of George Washington's sweat, carefully preserved throughout the generations. Uh, that I did not intend. Okay, that, was ser- th- that is serendipitous. Uh, upon their... I, I swallowed in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Upon their return... They he, s- and he does swallow, just for the record. <laughs> upon their return, they set to work distilling its essence into... 1789, the fragrance you now hold in your hands. That can't be real. A decanter of George Washington's sweat? That can't fucking be real. Hold on, I'm going to look this up. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 1789. What what kind of stinks do you wear? I. I, Natural. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got mine from some friends in. New York, not like cool New York, but outside of Albany, New York. What? You got cologne? Yeah. When I was, I don't know, 14, 15 yeah. for Christmas one year. You're still using that? Same one. Wow. <laughs> nice. And uh, I have the most wonderful compliments. Like, man, that shit doesn't stink. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's what, that's what, <laughs> and a couple times, 
you smell like my boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Like, all right. <laughs> that was nice of him to say. <laughs> no, no. Her, she just had a low, well, they always have a low voice when they say that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but it's also always at the gas station checkout. Uh, all right. <laughs> nice. So that was from MC. Uh, if you want to write in, it's uh, mailbag at mojomenace.com. Uh, hey, for old time's sake. Writing tutoring at gmail.com. Right, you why know, not? If you write shitty letters. MC's was great. He, he was. Must, he must have used writing tutoring uh, to proofread his letter. Clearly. Uh, but, uh, you know, send those guys an email if you want to, I don't know, be a better writer. Or just less embar- live a l- less embarrassing life. Maybe. Okay. All right. It's beer time. Uh, this is uh, part two of uh, the awesome shit that Andrich brought us. And it has a cork, so I made John get out the garbage can. Because <laughs> every time these things have corks and we don't have the garbage can out, they overflow and explode onto the ceiling and floor. So this is from a, a, a Canadian brewer. Uh, you mean a, a, a Canadian brewer? A, uh, they're from Quebec. Uh, and, and I'm just going to pronounce them unibrow. Yeah, that's correct. All right, good. That's how you say it in French. All right, unibrow. unibrow which is French for beautiful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, subtlety. I like that joke. That was a good one. Oh, fuck. This is going to be another goddamn cork issue. Somebody's going to have to wrestle this one out and hopefully not destroy it. Uh, oh, I'm working it. It's like that. Most times you're like, oh, this is going to be another. Rip it. Someone's going to have to wrestle this one out. So this is Grand Reserve 17. Turd like that earlier today. I did not. No. Nope, that was not an issue. Uh, it's it's an extra strong ale. It says Ooh. it's ten uh, percent. Um, but anyway, it's uh, it's from Quebec. I'll read about it in just a moment as soon as I'm done pouring. Um, um it's got a very nice uh, how brownish we could s- color. Too. While he's pouring, we could sing like Alouette, Alouette, something Alouette, Alouette. Je te plumerai. Then things. Je te plumerai. Let that. Blah 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 Medium ball cap for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find out more about these guys at unibrow.com, which is spelled U N I B R O U E.com. So this is their Unibrow 17 Grand Reserve. I love that we keep saying Unibrow because I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> we're that's, calling it that. That's what we're rolling with. Uh, it is top fermented. It is. And they oh, we, ah, da. It is an extra strong dark ale. Because they're half Canadian, which means they're half awesome, but they're half French, so they're half dicks. <laughs> and they just don't know whether to love us or hate us. Uh, they say the nose is a complex bouquet of roasted malt, hops, and aromatic spice notes with vanilla undertones. And fla- hey, don't drink it yet. I'm sticking my nose in it. <laughs> Intensely malty, slightly sweet, and hoppy with mocha and cocoa accents. Oh, cocoa. and a subtle oaky finish uh ibu 35 body medium all right so uh (laughs) body sexy all right so we've we've established already that it's from uh quebec 10 percent um andrich brought it to us i have no idea how much it costs i just assume it was expensive um aren't you gonna be surprised label uh it's you know it's just it looks like a wine bottle label kind of nothing nothing it looks like a heinz 57 it does label almost. Oh, no, it's nicer than that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's got the got the little edges that make it look like parchment. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, you know, quality printing. Sure. Uh, color? Um, amber? Uh, I would say... Um, I don't know. My, this is kind of like monk shit. My Tawny Brunette? Yeah. Go for My Tawny Brunette. Monk shit isn't on there? Uh, no, not on this one. Uh, clarity. Uh, I can't see any. Yeah, needle lighthouse. Yeah. Um, and the head was fucking large and in charge. The aroma. It's smelly. 
It's got a it's got a like a triple kind of smell mm-hmm. to it, you know. I think there's citrus in there. Yeah, that pine freshness. Mm. Yeah, rich enough yeah. for fireside. Oh. It's not doughy. No, it's somewhere between those two. All right, <coughs> mouthfeel. Let's have a slurp. Oh, put it in your mouth, Craig. Oh, that's tingly right on the fucking right on the top. But then and creamy on the backside. Yeah, actually, it is <coughs> very smooth. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm gonna say tingly because it God, really. That's really good. You cannot. It's just like that. Uh, whatever it was, West Vallen. We we tried to pronounce last week that we had. Oh yeah, West Vlerton. Or yeah, something? you know, ten and some uh, ten point well, two well, or it's right here. Yeah, ten point two, ten point five, something like that. West Vlerton. And uh, you cannot feel it at all. Yeah, like it's not. Thick or they're often like syrupy, yeah. when, oh, okay. you know, when they're that el- high in alcohol, yeah. and none of that just really uh, goes down smooth. Yeah, um, it's like or I'm an alcoholic now. One <laughs> of the two. It's like it bubbles right down your throat. Yeah, it. Boop, would you say it, Michael? Bubbles down your throat? I wouldn't say that at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> flavor. Uh, it's not really sweet. It's a little toasty, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's not bitter. I'm going to shoot more than 31 here because there's okay. a lot going on here. I like it. Um, I do get the I do get the mocha mm-hmm. and cocoa stuff. But um, it's not like a typical chocolate. No, not at all. Or even coffee beer. Yeah, no, no. It's just like subtle hints. Subtle, subtle hints. hints. Oh, like we should start a, like writing. a French Canadian. We should start writing these fucking labels along with cologne labels. We should. We could just like multi-purpose them. We should. <laughs> you know, it's like the we should write subtle labels. hints of mocha and cocoa. Yeah, we should do that for politicians. Why don't they make perfume that smells like beer? That's what I'm saying. Well, uh, good yeah. multi-purpose this year. <laughs> uh, finish. Um, yes, please. Uh, it lingers, man. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely. I think it's definitely got a huge, you know, bite on the front. Well, not. I, I don't think bite's the right word, but it, it makes an it makes a impression right mm-hmm. away. It announces its arrival, but it just subtly just kind of dissipates. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, though, lingers, though. Yeah. It lingers longer. Uh, notes? Uh, fuck yeah. This is great. The notes are fuck yeah. The notes are fuck yeah. I wonder if you can get this in the States at all. I'm pretty sure you can. Right. I thought I thought I remember somebody tweeting this out to the Firkins and then having Haskell's reply that they had it. Oh, right on. Oh, you're right. I remember that. Okay. All right. So, uh. Uh, Unibrow, which is what we're calling it, uh, and uh, Grand Reserve, or uh, 17 Grand Reserve is what it's called. Uh, it comes in the uh, big old 700 milliliter bottle, big old wine bottle. Ooh. Uh, it's great, though. That's really good. Uh, Mo, you want to talk about some stupid shit Republicans said this week? It happened again? I know. I know. Surprising, well, yeah. uncharacteristic. After last week, I thought that would surely be the end. I know, I know. Uh, so uh, this one's right in our neck of the woods. This one, I think, just happened today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this guy's uh, he's a state representative, Pat think, Pat Garofalo. I think there's a good mm. chance he's related to one of my classmates from high school. Oh, really? I'm very All good right. chance. Mm. Uh, Pat Garofalo took to Twitter, which is always a great idea for any star or any any uh, politician. especially smart people. Yeah, a- anybody who's like in any sort of public office should totally just try to make jokes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It always works out well, especially if you happen to be racist. Yeah. Um. So he said, uh, "Here's his tweet. Uh, he says, let's be honest. Seventy percent of teams in the NBA could fold tomorrow, and nobody would notice a difference, with the possible exception." Of increase in street crime. <laughs> street crime being the keyword. Yep. Uh, See, if you'd have just stopped at the first part of that statement, yeah, yep. nobody would notice. Nobody would notice. I think that's a fair statement. That is yep. a fair and honest statement. Nobody yeah. cares about the NBA. Uh, street crime. <laughs> uh, at first, he was like, you know, fuck you guys. Yep. Like this. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm standing I, I, I by was my, just talking about pot. Standing by my words. Because they all smoke pot. They all smoke and pot. And you know pot's a street crime, Clearly, right? clearly. <laughs> pot's something 
Man, when I know people that get all hopped up on pot and they <laughs> run out and create, create a bunch crime. of mischief and yeah. commit all these crimes. As long as it's like, within reach like, of the couch. Yeah. Like exactly. slowly lying down and having a like nap. a fucking PlayStation right next. Or <laughs> meandering <laughs> down <laughs> to the local 7-Eleven to buy some munchies. Yeah. The only street crime they're committing is on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, uh, fucking dude, obviously. You know, his, his his tweet was national news, of course, whenever one of these idiots says something idiotic. Uh, and uh, Garofalo was then watching his own name scroll across the ESPN news crawl yeah. <laughs> on, on the televisions at the gym. <laughs> so he's an attention whore, too. I guess. And uh, so after at first saying, oh, no, no, fuck you. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't hold say on, that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he says, uh, in the last 24 hours, I've had the opportunity to relearn one of life's lessons. Whenever any of <laughs> Don't us... Don't be a dick. <laughs> whenever any of us are offering opinions, it is best to refer to people as individuals as opposed to groups. Last night, I publicly commented on the NBA and I sincerely apologize to those who I unfairly categorized. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Con- continuing, he says, I don't have... Oh, this is always... I know, right? It's so delicious. I'm totally not racist. <laughs> I've got a black friend. <laughs> he gets close. All right. Because, you know, that whenever they go down this road, it's always, here's I, how I know could, a black guy. Here's how you can see that I'm not. I'm going to prove to you right now. Yeah. And you can see that I'm not racist because you can see him and how black he is. <laughs> and he's my friend. <laughs> he said, uh, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I pride myself. On the fact that I've tutored in inner city Minneapolis because that's the only place black people live yep. is in inner cities. And I've 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 been a strong advocate for charter schools. Okay. I'm I'm totally into busing too. He mentioned yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there are no excuses. He he said, but there's no excuses, but I corrected it for him yeah. and then went back and right. English. We yeah. speak it here. Uh, and he says, I, I apologize. I, I, sorry to steal your lines from you. And, and in his in his initial non-apology, you know, he said that he was talking about marijuana use in the NBA. Uh-huh. He also had to apologize for that. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, he said, I was under the mistaken impression that the NBA did not test for marijuana. In fact, that is false. Of course it's false. How else would fucking Michael Beasley get busted all the time? <laughs> <laughs> he played here for two years. You should know this. Uh, that is a drug policy violation and something that's clearly stated in their collective bargaining agreement. Well, that's not his job to know the laws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he only writes them. Uh, Craig, you... Only the good ones. <laughs> that's right. You took your daughter to see Frozen. I did. Uh, is she a lesbian? Twice. Is she a lesbian? Yeah, did she become... Well, Okay. I more, hope more, so. More accurately. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, I know. You're like, I don't want to have to deal with boys coming That's to my right. house. <laughs> They're making my life a whole lot easier. <laughs> All right. More accurately, to rephrase the question, when you walked out of the theater, did she then decide she was going to be a lesbian? Right, because it's a life choice. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Oh, well, just so you know, it's a possibility. Okay. Um, a high po- probability probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ke- Kevin Swanson, you heard of this guy? He hosts a radio show, which is has a religious Republican-like mm-hmm. bent to it. Well, that's, that's being generous. <laughs> <laughs> it, it slightly leans to the right. <laughs> uh, he says, man, on his radio show the other day, he says, says, man, how many children are taken into these things and how many Christians are taking their kids off to see the movie Frozen? Produced by an organization that is probably one of the most pro-homosexual organizations in the country. Speaking you, of Disney. And then he says, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you wonder sometimes, yeah. and I'm not a tinfoil hat conspiratorialist. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. But you wonder sometimes if there's something very evil happening here. If I was the devil. I do wonder that, but not about Frozen. <laughs> if I was the devil, what would I do to really follow up an entire social system and do something really, really evil to five, six, and seven-year-olds and Christian families around America? I'd send them to church school. If I was the devil, I would buy Disney in 1984. That's what I would have done. In 1984? I guess. Why? I don't know. Did something To stop Herbie Ghost Bananas? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Fuck you, because that was the greatest of all the Herbie movies. Ocho! Yeah, hello, Joe. And he's like, munch, munch, munch. The guy talking outside because yeah. the little boy's eating all the chicken inside him. <laughs> and then he spit out the bones. And they're getting all that Inca gold, and there's those 
bad dude's on the little plane, crashes in the... Jo- oh, it's badass. <laughs> he says, uh, I love that movie. <laughs> Herbie Goes Bananas is the best of all of them. He says, uh, friends... Referring to his... I mean, it's no Little course. Mermaid, but... No. <laughs> he says, friends, this is evil. Just evil. I wonder if people are thinking, you know, I think this cute little movie is going to indoctrinate my five-year-old to be a lesbian. <laughs> That's probably exactly what people are thinking. Exactly. Indoctrinate. Who's saying uh, this again? Uh, uh, Kevin Swanson. Swanson. Yeah. Swanson. 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 Like Swanson. The oh, okay. Like the uh, like the frozen dinners. Yeah. That said. Um, and uh, so he also goes on about those might make continues with yeah. <laughs> continues with Disney because you guys heard that Disney like pulled out all their funding for the Boy Scouts yeah. of America or made an yeah. they rem- pulled well, out of the Boy Scouts. <laughs> they removed the option uh, yeah, because their employees next year their yeah, employees right, right, right. you know had right. like funding blah blah. Anyway, they're not giving any money, which is huge. Hit. It was like thirty million bucks. Yeah, it's a lot of money. He says, uh, "I'm guessing the majority of American parents don't want their little boys turning into sodomites." <sighs> if you were, <laughs> if you were to stick a microphone in front of most parents dropping their kids off at the average K through six school in Colorado, where they're sporting their GLSEN signs everywhere, and you ask them, "Is your vision for this GLSEN s- gay lesbian?" I don't know what the rest of it is. I don't know. What the hell is that? Gay know. and lesbian sensitivity? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, is your vision for this six-year-old boy uh, that he turned into a sodomite? My guess is that 60 to 70% of them would say, that would be my worst nightmare. I don't know. So he's he's <laughs> a sod- saying so he'd rather have them join Boy Scouts? What he's I, saying I is he doesn't uh, want his... Nobody wants their kid to get a blowjob, is what he's saying. <laughs> Unless it's by your pastor. Right. <laughs> right. Because then it's then it's like having God's mouth on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Butterfly kisses from God. Uh-huh. Butterfly kisses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on his little dick lips. Oh. The least offensive podcast on the internet. <laughs> right here. <laughs> I don't know how to segue into Tomb Raider now. <laughs> I don't know. We could just stop real quick. I would give butterfly kisses to Laura Croft. All right, we're going to take a break that's invisible to everyone yeah. else, and then we're going to make that awkward segue. All right. That'll be a lot easier. Oh, hey, look, it's Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally not awkward for us. How about you guys? Uh, I, I don't know. I just felt like we should talk about video games. Um, somebody somebody mentioned uh, that they wanted to be on our podcast and talk about video games. and I was That was me. <laughs> uh, some, some dude I'd never heard of. Uh, um, but, Something uh, about underpant games. I mean, I didn't respond because I'd never heard of him or yeah. his or uh, his podcast. Underpants games, and we don't really talk about video games anyway. No. So, I mean, it, you just well, I don't weird. play them. Yeah, uh, but I have been playing the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on PlayStation Four mainly because there's nothing else to play on PlayStation Four. Isn't that the one that just came out? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's always like that with like the first six months of any console. They release like a bunch of games on launch, and then for the next six months, they're like, "Yeah, we're working on it." Don't you think you ought to plan that a little better? I would agree. They never do. They never do. I don't know why, but they never do. You still playing that new handheld thing you bought a couple weeks ago? Vita? Yeah. Is that still kind of cool or no? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. There's not (laughs) a lot going on there. Pretty cool. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's fancy. Um, the Vita is. I I I play Ali Ali, which is like the skateboarding game. It's pretty cool. Uh. I haven't really. I think Ali Ali's the only. No, I purchased two games. For I think you just sold like ten copies of that just right now. I know. It's yeah. pretty cool. Do they have a yeah. jump rope game? Oh, oh, they should. That's a good yeah. idea, though. You should. You should join our game jam. Speaking yeah. of, we have forums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still we have don't forums. Know why? Forty some members. Yeah. Not, not a lot of activity, but forty some members. So never two online yeah. at the same time. <laughs> uh uh, so just go to uh, mojomenace.com slash forums and uh, they'll be there. But anyway, and you can join in on the game jam that we're doing, which is uh, like this fucking weird collaborative wrestling game that MC Wilson came up with. It's a pretty funny idea. So is it actually a game you're playing or yeah, is it just yeah. discussion over it? No, no. It's it's like, so there's a shit going on on screen. Really? And you vote on the move. So like a bunch of people are playing at the same time, but you're not really playing in real time. You're voting on the move that happens. Okay. And there's like within a certain amount of time, you get your votes in, and then, cha, and then the move happens. Whatever move gets the most votes, that's the one that happens. So who does the move? The wrestler on screen. So they're, they're but who, who who is who is the wrestler on screen? Oh, it's 
I don't know. Is it just the, like the computer? Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, like, okay. It's animated. Oh, know, okay. So, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, there's all sorts of different shit, like, you know, jump on the turnbuckle and shit like that. And then, nice. You know, yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty cool. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we start working on it this week. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tomb Raider. All I've, I know is Laura Croft. Well, that's all you need to know. From okay. the 90s. Titties. Titties. <laughs> Who played Laura Croft in the actual movie? Uh, that would be Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. What, there were like two movies? I couldn't even tell you. I, I didn't see any of them. Me either. And I've never played it. Well, that's not f- true. I have played a Tomb Raider for 10 minutes on the Nokia N-Gage. Goddamn right. <laughs> Which I understand is the definitive edition of that game. <laughs> Taco talking. Nokia. Ooh. Uh, so anyway, uh, Nokia. So this game is like a kind of a redone uh, version of the term Tomb Raider reboot that came out last year on PS3 and Xbox 360. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I want to say that it's kind of made me question my definition of what video games are, simply because I don't think. This I think this game kind of represents a lot of the big budget AAA kind of adventure action whatever games. That a lot of times it doesn't feel like a game to me. It feels like an inner slightly interactive <laughs> something Storybook. or other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things that you have to do, but much of it's scripted and much of it's just horseshit. Like you walk up to a door and the door's stuck, so you got to tap the square button real fast to open the door. That's that's not a game. That's fucking laziness you know yeah that's lazy game design right there it's stupid and you have to do it a lot in this game uh there's a lot of timed events so like a whole sequence where she's like flying down a hill or zip lining down this or that you have to push the button at the exact right time or else she goes plummeting to her death you know and she does it like that too yeah with totally totally cool like a french canadian yeah (laughs) we uh but, uh, but I mean, so that sounds pretty negative, and it, and it is, but I, I've actually had a pretty good time with it just because I'm, I'm guilty of being lured in by the eye candy, you know, by, ooh, oh, yeah. neato, it's shiny. It's shiny, yeah. Look at the frame rate. Ooh. Uh-huh. Look, look, at, at, look at how many peas there are. There are, there are 1,080 peas. Yeah, <laughs> want to touch that frame rate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Get all up on it. Exactly. You just kind of want to rub, rub, ooh, rub up on that frame rate, Craig. And this was the same game that I think, I think Square Enix, because they're the publisher, I think they said they needed to sell like 6 million copies or some shit, some ridiculous figure to break even on it. That's perfect. And I was like, that's a great business model. And you guys bitch about why your industry's failing. You yeah. Know? It's like, what the fuck? Anyway, good do game. Do they, <laughs> that's my final word. Do they still put up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right in, no, it's in games these days? Uh, like codes? Sweet codes? Yeah, no. they put, well, not, not often, no. It's very rare. And mostly like on indie games or like throwback kind of games. Um, yeah, if you want that now kind it's of called, shit. It's called downloadable content. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you want that kind of shit, you got to pay money for it now. You know, they're called microtransactions, yep. Craig. Oh. It's called money grubbing in order to pay for their shitty budgeting. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, how can we wring every last penny out of this game? Okay. Buy Contra for the 12th time. Exactly. Yeah. You know. <coughs> Spin the black circle. All right. Going to play some music. Uh, yeah. Oh. That, that's you, buddy. <laughs> okay, go, you, you need to tell me these yeah, things. No, no, I, I, I was, I was going to let you know. Oh, okay. He said spin the black circle. Well, it's not black. It's pea green. Well, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So uh, I, we've talked about this before in the past. I go to the record store with my son a lot, and uh, and uh, when I take him, I always let him sift through the 45s, and he just picks out whatever looks cool. Like, apparently, he thought this shit green uh, record uh, looked pretty cool. And turns out it is. It's uh, Otis Redding uh, on one side Jesus. and Aretha Franklin on the other side, both doing Respect. Uh, we're going to play the Otis Redding version of it. And here it is. Hey! 
that version, man. One of the things I love the most about those old like Motown records is just how fucking bad the horns are. <laughs> well, I like, like they're so out of tune. <laughs> it's crazy. I was gonna I was gonna comment on the the <laughs> for two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, I like that version though. Obviously, it's not the uh, you know Aretha Franklin. You know, one that everybody knows, but uh, it's still pretty cool. So uh, the other record that we're going to play here is uh, I, I pulled this out of my pile today, and, and it reminded me of that band that, uh, Craig, you and I have been listening to. It was, a, it was a Carrot Panic recommendation. It was a band called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? No, but it sounds like a sexual oh, predator. Oh, you should. It's yeah. good, man. Yeah. Um, and they've got uh, an album, Something About the Sun. Sitting under the sun, eating the sun. Well, uh, lizards like to just bask in the sun. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the fuck it's called, but uh, um, but it's very uh, it's wh- what's his name? Uh, Marcone. Um, you know the fucking guy who did all the good, bad, and the ugly, uh, soundtracks. I don't know. Um, that guy. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's listed on the record that we're gonna play. We're gonna play the good, bad, and the ugly theme song. Um, oh, Hugo Montenegro. No, that's the. Composer, I think. His orchestra. Yeah. This is amazing (laughs) radio. Neely Plum? Here, give me that, give me that, give me that. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. The composer, uh, 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 Morricone. That's right, Morricone. See? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ain't no fan. But but it's got uh, Ennio, Ennio Morricone. Uh, you know, it's kind of the Western theme song kind of thing, or something you'd see in a Tarantino movie. Uh, that's what the like the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> no, that's bump, 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 which bump, is bump, a bump. Western theme song. Yeah, but it's not like the spaghetti Western. That's kinda, not you know. spaghetti Western. Well, we're gonna play uh, that. What? You heard me. <laughs> you just talked me into a circle. <laughs> Craig, play the goddamn record. This is the uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly theme song.
Yeah, man. Seems always awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the, 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 the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album called Eyes Like the Sky. That's what I was looking at. Um, but anyway, just awesome whenever I see We should play a little bit of that. Oh, I think I can. Uh, give me a second. Since but you're on Spaghetti Westerns. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's always awesome when I send Ethan over to the 45s and just, you know, tell him to pick out a handful and he brings me back, you know, fucking good, bad, and the ugly soundtrack. Hey, that, you that's know? all right. That's <laughs> great. The, uh, I think you want to play the Godman. Godman? Godman and whatever. Goat. God man and the goat herder, or God <laughs> man and the whatever. I forget. That's I forget what it's that called. Should be a title of a track. It's close. Uh, God, God man's goat lust. Goat lust. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the lizard band. Yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. These guys are Australian, apparently. The God man with the Bible was in the back room of the chapel at Fort Whipple. <laughs> the God man was deeply engrossed in satisfying his gold lust with a Yavapai girl. She never said a damn thing but just leant over an altar while he defiled her. <laughs> <laughs> he held a pistol to her head as he grunted away, and when it was finished, he shoved her towards the outside door. Jesus. But the godman never got to fixing his long johns or his black trousers. the god man's goat lust there you go <laughs> <laughs> <That's> amazing <laughs> to be continued in chapter five <laughs> all right um you ready for this mo just I say yes say maybe yes. no just say yes no has a special twist today. This is the casual... No, it's encou- a special edition. Yeah. No twist here. <laughs> this is the uh, special edition... Uh, I got it. It's always this thing. Used to do it all the time, too. For some reason, the fucking loop is, like, way louder than the actual <laughs> intro. Uh, anyway, uh, this is the CPAC edition, y'all. So the CPAC, you know, for uh, folks not... Uh, in the country. Um, we should do like a CPAP edition. Just a whole like episode? A sli- no, the sleeping machine. Sleeping like machine. Craigslist, the CPAP edition. Uh, <laughs> casual encounters, CPAPs. You know, I wear a crazy mask with hoses. <laughs> I want you to stink up one of my hoses. <laughs> I've got sleep kinda, apnea. Yeah. I snore like crazy. Uh, no, so CPAC is the Conservative Political Action uh, Committee or whatever. Sure. A conference. So basically, it's where all the fucking hardcore nutsos go. And and as proof of that, every year, Sarah Palin is their keynote speaker. Say no more. Say no more. Uh, so uh, all these fuckers, they, they need, you know, all this pent-up sexual aggression they uh-huh. have toward everybody except for themselves. Yep. All this sexual guilt. Oh, they have sexual aggression toward themselves. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be released somehow. You know, when they're not out there lynching gays, and you know, uh-huh. uh, they gotta, they gotta get the get their guilt out somehow. And uh, it's at it's at the CPAC after hours. You know what I'm saying? Some have tried uh, tweeting about street crime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, to no avail. 
So uh, here are some Craigslist ads placed during CPAC. You ready? Oh, uh, this yeah. is in D.C., right? Yeah. All right. So it says, need a date for the CPAC event? Hi. I was listening to Chris Plants this morning, who said there are a bunch of awesome single conservative women attending CPAC. I'm a conservative guy, also kind of awesome, and would <laughs> love to be your f- date Friday night. Obviously, I'm big into politics, art, travel, and lots of other fun things. Let's chat tonight, during the day or tomorrow. Even if you're just in town for the event, I make one hell of a DC tour guide, so say hi. Single white male, 36, six foot one, conservative, awesome. Now, it starts out relatively tame. It's just some nerdy dude looking yep. to, you know, looking to maybe, you know, do some heavy petting. This guy just posted. I think you mean some date raping. <laughs> uh, this guy posts a picture of his nipples. Ooh. So right away we're into some shit. Getting hot right, right. off the bat. Yeah, this, this guy. Like some yeah. mixing shit. He's looking for some CPAC head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy doesn't bury the lead at all. He's like, CPAC blowjobs. <laughs> all right. He says, uh, he, so he posts a picture of his nipples for some fucking reason. I don't know. It says uh, masculine. Does Super- he know that blowjobs do not involve nipples? <laughs> what, generally? generally? Maybe. Uh, masculine, super discreet, and clean cut bolt guy. Black guy. Black guy. That doesn't make sense. as a CPAC. And those nipples don't look black. Uh, looking to give head to masculine guy in town for CPAC. Yes. Uh, Drug and disease free. Any race. Well, that fits right into their agenda. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> this guy posts a picture of himself in a swimsuit walking along the beach. The CPAC fun, man for man, 23. Ooh. Unfortunately, I'm not at CPAC this year. First time missing it in four years. I'm cut, masculine, and openly bi. Looking for CPAC guys, 18 to 35. But you're not there. Uh, must must not be at the convention. He might still be in town. I don't know. Uh, he's, he's must send pics for reply. Of course. Oh, this so you're just a judge on the outside <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus. C-Pac, That's how Jesus would judge you. I guess. CPAC, man for man, age 43. Radical libertarian would like to tie up and abuse proglodyte and leftover journalist. What? What? That's pretty <laughs> That's pretty Pacific. Pretty specific, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, boys who look like Sally Cohn or Chris Hayes who need to be tied up, slapped around, and fucked. Also, any Rick This Sa- is from Rush Limbaugh, isn't it? <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> also, any Rick Santorum supporters in the closet or younger versions of Lindsey Graham or Mike or John McCain. If you are a, just a decent constitutionalist type, we can have regular non-hate sex, or even just a drink. Your place. <laughs> <laughs> or even just a drink. <laughs> I'm stuck on the John McCain thing. <laughs> uh, CPAC. I need a man now. Man for man, age 36. Okay, so I spend so much time in rural Indiana. CPAC is my only outlet for this sort of thing. Which is amazing. He has to go to a to a grouping of conservative <laughs> fucking whack jobs that like, you can't like the uh, the conservative of the conservative, <laughs> right? Right. To find a man he can do something just wonderful. Aren't to. there any like man Amish in Indiana that he could get on? <laughs> well, I don't know. What I'm looking for is you, a masculine Ann Rand. Me, <laughs> she was kind of a man. <laughs> Me, the forty, the forty-seven percent, and I want you to slap me around hard and give it to me good, or you could bust in my room, catch me trying to enroll in a healthcare marketplace state exchange, and punish me for it. Punish me good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake! I like it. We can meet at the bar first if you want. I'll be wearing khakis and a navy blue blazer. Isn't this thing like a week long? Yeah, it's a few days, yeah. So he's going to wear the same shit every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he has to wear. Uh, Big Daddy seeks trim college bottom. CPAC, man for man, you age remember 44. Alex P. Keaton, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically this. 
Uh, me, masculine, six feet, 235 pounds, curly, short, blonde, hazel eyes, German, Irish, seven and a half, thick cut, six around. Your dick is six inches around. Jesus Christ. Trying to do the math on this. Fucking thick dick. <laughs> That's a thick dick. <laughs> I've never uh, measured mine. <laughs> Uh, you, that's because they don't make tape measures big enough, right? That's probably Am true. I right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, trim, 18 to 29, but no older. No experience needed. Must send pick. Yours this gets mine. Six. This is awesome. <laughs> Am I throwing you off? <laughs> yeah, fucking. He's fantasizing off of now. Oh, <laughs> uh, that monk bottle is probably about six inches around. <laughs> Must send pick. Yours gets mine. Love come. Hot tub. <laughs> it's fucking random. Like, no, it's just it's real short. It's like I got, I've got. I've only got 140 time. characters. <laughs> <laughs> limited time and space. Got to get this out there. Love come. Hot tub. <laughs> I love this one. College college freshman in town for CPAC. Man for man. Gaylord. <laughs> Sweet. What? Just, uh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, coming into town Thursday afternoon through Sunday afternoon for for the convention and looking to have some fun while there. Mostly looking for very hung individuals to mess around with. I have a thing for really big cocks. So if you have one of those, hit me up. I can deep throat anything and love to swallow. Mostly bottom here, but enjoy topping cute twinks and am fairly hung myself. Into a lot of different stuff and can get freaky... Okay. Besides the big shit in my mouth. <laughs> and then wipe my face with a constitution. <laughs> uh, besides the big cock thing, I prefer that you are around 18 to 30, give or take. What is age? <laughs> 15 age, will be yeah, fine. Say, like, oh, 15. 15 to 25. That's cool, too. What does HWP mean? HWP and attractive. I don't know. Um, Healthy white penis. Healthy white penis. Let's call it that. <laughs> Work, working professional. Working. Oh, there you go. Hardworking professional. Your bootstraps. Yeah. <laughs> bootstraps. bootstraps. <laughs> I don't know. It could be hepatitis. <laughs> with with hepatitis with. Ah, uh, what starts with P? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just hit me up and we'll see where things go. Can be very discreet. Only here for a few days. CPAC, looking for my Alan West. Man okay. for man. <laughs> Where's starts, my Batman? This starts out beautiful. First of all, it's a picture of this dude on his fucking motorcycle. He's got a can of shark repellent strapped to him. <laughs> no. no, but it starts out, Patriots! What an incredible day today was. Christy and Jindal had some great sessions. I'm ready to unwind and have some fun. I'm looking to make one of my biggest fantasies come true. Me, police uniform. You, army uniform. I want you to bring a couple other guys for this fantasy, too. <laughs> we begin, you begin by storming into my room with the other guys. The other guys will proceed to beat me with paddles, whips, floggers. It's up to them. Or just be creative. <laughs> I like that. Or just be creative. Yeah. It's a fire iron poker. After I've been beaten, I want you to threaten my life and tell me that I'm going to die for what I did. Yeah. I got a Nerf gun for this fantasy, and I want you to blindfold me and place a garbage can next to me. What? Yes. Also, he has a picture of the Nerf gun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. And finally, CPAC 24, man for man, NSA. Man for man again, to make that clear, <laughs> posts a picture of himself in fucking boxer briefs. Really, uh, and, and he's kind of pulling him down a little bit so you yep. can see his, you know, his 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 six pack and his, Ooh, his stuff. Said yeah. it's that time again, C pack, and I want to have some NSA fun after the speeches. I want to fuck your mouth while I sign you up on healthcare marketplace. <laughs> yeah. No, these people. Are I haven't seen a commercial for that yet. No, these people are fine. Everything's fine. Wanna fuck your mouth while I sign you up on the healthcare marketplace? I want you to be the gipper and go down on my jelly beans. And finally, I want to be discreet. Is it appropriate? <laughs> Is it appropriate for a Republican to want to fuck Reagan's mouth? <laughs> 
I think yes is the answer. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. Fuck an A. God damn it. So, Mo, you got to mix up some, you got to do some mixing here, man. It's that oh. time. Well, fine. Oh, I'm just so mad I want to have gay sex. I so angry. I want to stick it in Craig's brown eye. I see, I <laughs> just feel horrible even just You're not six inches around, are you? <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. How how big is the average pinky? <laughs> <laughs> You mean the average five-year-old pinky? Oh, no. Oh. I was going to give you at least the benefit of the doubt. Be like mid- midget pinky. I got stubby little hands. My wife doesn't complain, mainly because it never hurts. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she never knows. It's like, oh, we done? Great. I can go to bed. Cool. Just, You're already in bed. Just felt your pelvis rubbing against me. That's all I felt. Just get it over with. Uh, so, uh, Craig, this is time for the, uh, it's time for the last shot. All right. Uh, and, uh, this is our, our last shot to, uh, we just do it. The do short, a, the short of it is here, Hilden. Uh, Hilden, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, he is the, you are kind of the Hilden. So, uh, it, it, it's a chicharito is the name of the shot. So it's a half rum, half, uh, anisette liqueur. Okay. Uh, means a little fucked, but instead right. of saying, Chichaito, Hilden just screamed Don Chichio. Because no, that seemed to be the thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we say. Don uh, Chichio well, and then down the hatch. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to also throw in Ernie this week. Oh, so, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is for Hilden and Ernie. All right. Our so. two best friends. Don Chichio. Mm. That's good. All right. So we will be back. That's some uh, of the best rum Puerto Rico. Pretty good, man. I know. We'll be back again next week. It'll never uh, be that good. We're trying to get uh, Zinswin on. And uh, it'll happen. I it'll think happen. we're good for Sunday, probably. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to get uh, Zinswin on. And, uh, I mean, you were nice enough, Craig. It was, it was <laughs> nice. But you know, last we're, we're going to try someone else now. That's fine. All right, man. <laughs> I don't mind being used. Super the hardest! <laughs> <laughs>